0: When I say I'm in love, you best believe I'm in love, L-U-V. For a Hello
1: and welcome to the Strictly Personal Podcast. I'm John Paul Batham, your host, our Volume 2 edition. Uh, we will continue to bring you all of the good conversations with our guests and feature some of the historic clips of John Batham, the Hall of Fame broadcaster. We've also added at the beginning, if you want to send me a message as to the guests of the song and the artist, uh, we'll enter your name into a draw for a Strictly Personal t-shirt. If you had to choose is a little session that we have at the end with our guests. We'll have a little bit of fun with that. You'll have to stay tuned to the very end to catch up with that. In the meantime, all of the commentary is strictly personal. With all of that, let's get going. My guest today is Dave Rave. Dave Rave is the lead singer of Teenage Head, a band that kind of came out of the late 70s, I guess, and out of Hamilton. So we're going to catch up with him and what's been going on there.
0: Before we do that, though, let's listen in on John Babb. CFTR Toronto. Ray, first and ten, it is 41. The back split off on the fire hash mark. Ray back to pass, looks for Chuck Hurd out in the flat. He's got it at the 45, he's the 50. He dives close to a first down. I think he's got it at the 53. Again, between Porter and Claire, they're working that side a little bit. Chuck Hurd
2: goes. That's where Lewis Porter goes. They're trying to put speed on speed. Porter giving him a lot of room, however, respecting the, the uh, deep threat that Chuck Hurd is, and Lewis Porter was playing him a little shallow. He just came off, break to that, broke to that
0: sideline area at about eight, and then turned it up enough for that first down. Well, Heard comes to the short side, again to the right, and Porter is there. Wide to the left goes even. It's 1st and 10, Argos at their 53-yard line. Ray has been looking at the pass. He fakes, looks downfield. He's got Mueller. Now he throws the sideline. Orange can't hold on as it's tipped. I think Larry Brame actually got a hand at it at the 45 as they went high in the air. There was a real crowd down there, and so it'll be 2nd down at 10. They had Orange come down and, get,
2: and got depth at about 11 yards, but Ed Shuttlesworth was also a late release out that backfield area. Braham had gone back with Doyle Orange. Shuttlesworth was wide open at about five or six. Mike Ray electing to go to Orange, however, where Braham was. Braham, I think,
0: was able to deflect it just at that last moment. Simpson and Mueller at the end. Simpson right side, Mueller to the left. Hurd left, even right. Second and ten. Argos backs both going, rolling to the left side. Even rolls to that side. Look out. He's going to get hit. He throws. Mueller makes the grab at the 55. He's to the 50. Look 74. Well, Mike Gray took that ball. It was
2: telegraphed the way Ed Shuttlesworth went near motion and just positioned himself that he was going to roll to that left side. When he rolled to that left side, Larry Brain came on the blitz. Peter Mueller, who was the tight end on the left, simply snuck back into the middle area. Ray
0: threw back to that area and from there, Peter Mueller did it all for that first down. First and 10 at the tie cat 44. Now Simpson splits off to the right. Mueller splits to the left. Hurd and Mueller left side. Back to pass. Draw play inside. Doyle Lawrence. Some running room. He's to the 40, the 35, the 30. He's to the 25.
2: Mueller off to one side, work back away from where Mueller is, because that's where the Hamilton defense stacks Larry Brame, and
0: particularly Lou Claire, who is very effective coming up on the run. This will be the last play of the first quarter. The Ticats lead it 3 to nothing, but the Argonauts have shown their best drive of the ball game. They have 1st and 10 at the Ticat 25. The ends stay in tight, even way wide to the right. Third left. Orange splits off. Into the running back position as Ray Coll signals, fakes, gives inside to Doyle Orange, pushes his way, drives, still going, and he's inside the 20 to the 19. He's got himself a good six yards in the play. The Argonauts doing a little bit what the Tie Cats are doing. They're running. And at the end of the first quarter, the score raids the Tie Cats three. The Argos nothing. You're listening to Canadian Pro Football from Toronto. Hello.
1: Dave, how you doing? Hey,
3: right on time, buddy. I like that.
1: <laughs> Better <than> me. <laughs> yeah, that's great. We're well, glad you're uh, glad you're available today. That's fantastic. So, yeah, I
3: worked out. Tomorrow, I'm doing a writing session, actually. Uh, so it's, it's 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 it starts at eleven, and you never know how long they're going to go. So today is a good day for me. It's got you know, I got time, and it's uh, uh, my day can start later in the day. I, plus, I caught up with a lot of stuff. I just talked to my. Uh, Promoter out in in uh, Nova Scotia. Yeah, because they're starting to open slowly. All that stuff, you know.
1: I know it's a good sign. We got things starting to open up. Maybe we'll get start started. Yeah,
3: out. yeah. And now you if you have the double vax. You don't need to do the two two week uh, quarantine. Play out yeah. West. That was the, the problem with the, out east. You go out there. Took so you had to go two weeks. You couldn't really do anything because you had to go two weeks to wait. Right. Yeah. So, so now that's now if you double back which I am you can, uh, yeah. you can go down there and not have to go two weeks stuff like that you know
1: so are they lining stuff up for you now
3: Dave or well we're, we're, you know what it is there's a road map without not knowing
1: yeah you know what it is it's a, there's a road map out there we don't know quite where the roads are going. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <it's> a, <laughs> I think that's just the world right now. Uncertainty. You know, yeah, because yeah. you, you navigate and you go, okay,
4: maybe.
1: <laughs> now, have you been? So, you, yeah. I mean, let's let's just. I guess maybe before we get going into uh, yeah, sure that maybe I'll just go back a little bit with you because uh, uh, for for any of our listeners, uh, I'm speaking with Dave Rave, and I, I guess Dave. I mean, you've you've been in music almost. I think. I mean, I have talked to you a little bit, but I got the sense that you've been in music or working in the, the music industry for a very long time.
3: Yes, uh, it's true.
1: How did you How did you get started?
3: Well, you know what? It was it was slow, slow. yeah well, actually, really, it was it was the times, right? With the when I was just a young guy in in uh, grade eight. There used to be what they'd call local dances, local uh, shows. Uh, and, uh, just so at the high school? going would go into the YWCA. Oh, okay. But we were just young lads, you know, and, and a band would play, and you'd, you'd join them and play. And then, and then from there, really, in high school, they always were having... Uh, they always needed people to perform at, at you know in in auditoriums and part of part of you know just the, the normal. They would always have these auditorium days where you would be, they'd have a bunch of kids together and they needed people to entertain them. So I, I yep. I, I but,
1: Dave, but, but Dave, you're a proficient guitar player. I've watched you play. When did you start playing an instrument? Uh, basically
3: grade grade eight. You know, I was in grade eight. I was like you know at that age of that 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 magic age okay. of twelve years old. Yeah where you sort of get into... And was it guitar guitar that you took
1: up? You started with guitar? Is that what you took up?
3: Yeah, yeah, guitar. And took guitar lessons. And uh, because, you know, like everybody, I think... What I really want to do is play hockey for a team in the yeah. 60s <laughs> or, or baseball. You know, your heroes are Willie Mays and, and <laughs> guys like that, right? You know, yeah. you know uh, Gordy Howe, Bobby Hull, John Beliveau, D.V. Keon, you know. You saw these guys were the guys, you, wow, man, would it be great to be one of those guys?
4: Yeah. And then you turn over and it suddenly you realize music is more... Uh,
3: yeah, up my alley in sports I just loved doing it and um, so yeah I, I would say like grade nine and then I, we really started performing seriously when you were about you know maybe about 16 yeah yeah and then then you kept, you go from when you finish we, we had a great school Westdale High School was a big school with lots of students They always had house concerts so there was always something to play. And then when we finished that, we got into playing. And once we finished high school, which was about 1975, yeah, we started doing
1: coffee houses and then little shows in bars and stuff like that. And did you live? So that's in Hamilton, is it not? You lived in Hamilton at the time?
3: Yeah, that was Hamilton. Westdale's West in Hamilton. Hamilton Boy and yeah. we all are, um, teen- the guys from Teenage Head and all my friends uh, different groups that played around Hamilton the Forgotten Rebels the Shakers we all, all came grew up out of there. basically a lot of us grew up in the West West End of Hamilton.
1: Oh, okay. So I've always wondered, like, how do you, how does someone get started? Like, I, I, I love uh, the fact that uh, when I see people playing instruments and have the, they have that musical, amazed at the talent that people have. I'm always curious how they got started, and so that's so yeah. You, it
4: was just basically, I think
3: it was in the air, and I will have to honestly say it was in the air, and and, it, and I took to it like it was. Yeah. It, it, in the in the early '70s, it was nothing in a high school to have a guy sitting in the corner playing a acoustic guitar.
1: But did you envision back then that you'd be still doing this today? No,
3: no, <laughs> not at all. That was the last thing. I I was I enjoyed doing it, and that was the honest truth. I just enjoyed doing it, and it was just you know it was kept on by um, success because we were lucky enough that to uh, at that era that the bands that I played with were ended up being liked in the community. Yeah,
4: and thankfully they seem to be still liked. So. We got we had that fortunate thing
3: of being at the right place at the right time of people digging what it was that we were doing, right?
1: So, so I mean, you weren't always a member of Teenage Head, so you, no, you, no, you, you we were. We, it,
3: was, it was it was a growth thing,
1: right? right okay. Now, did you play early days? Did you step in and help out with the band back in then? What or it was just...
3: was really wasn't even that complicated. It was just strictly. I call it back, like like playing back. It's like playing hockey in a back rink, right? Yeah. Where a bunch of guys all get together, and you're on that team, and we're on this team. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. We all went to the same school. Frank, Frankie Venom.
4: Yeah.
3: Played drums with me. Um, you know, we all. I, I played baseball with Gordy, so Gordy and I had a great relationship, and we were altar boys together from grade one. Do you know what I mean?
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, it, it, <laughs> it was... was no no big thing, so. I'll just play, join each other, yeah, musically. It, it's playing something. Baseball with me, and and we all knew each other, so it was really that's what it really was. So it was never a big thought out thing when when you needed a singer. Okay, you know you're, you know what are you doing today? Come and sing with us.
4: Yeah, yeah.
3: Then it got formalized later on when the band started like in the mid seventies as the punk rock thing started happening but but like an example like on Pitch my face I'm playing guitar and doing background vocals. Right. Now Frank went from drums to becoming a singer and they grabbed Nick who was in another band at the time playing really um like progressive more progressive rock right and they got him they got Nick to be the drummer. So that's sort of how it happened. Like uh, you know it just really was a gradual thing that eventually formalized as time went by. But we, so that's why I was always playing with the lads. But I also did other things too, right? And uh, and I did that basically till 1989. And then I got this opportunity to go to the United States, and I went to New York City for for about you know till four years ago. Yeah, yeah, you were down in the U.S. So what
1: what what was the opportunity to go down in the U.S.?
3: Just playing. It was advice. It was like we we.
4: After, finishing, when
3: when when, Teenage Head like, my time with Teenage Head was, in the eighties and when it came to the end of Teenage Head, which was in eighty nine, and I could see that it was a time that it was you know it was time to make a change. Um, I was with a friend of mine named Gary Picoult, a good guy from Mississauga, okay. who was you know known rock writer. Uh, wrote a lot of a lot of stuff, books and, and stuff like that, but also a musician. And me and him went down to a, a, to be at this music festival uh, in the July of eighty nine, and an opportunity came to get a, a place very reasonable in the, in the Upper East Side, and, uh, and and to play some music. And then from there we got a we got a record deal with with Melodia, the Russian label. Okay. So it sort of just happened naturally, and it was a nice, nice way of happening because we, we didn't like to get into New York City uh, officially is very hard. Yeah, but we must came in the back something. door, right? They were just, and the opportunity to play music was there, and we had a nice place to stay. So it worked out nice. And we again, we didn't really plan to, to be there that long, but it just the opportunities just kept coming up to, to keep doing it, and then eventually you go that went down the road about four years ago or even actually seven years ago I started working with uh, Miss Haley Rose yeah Uh, yeah and she it sort of started bringing me back to Canada more to replace Frank when Frank passed away so it just tied in, and I figured now that I'm here, I'll put my focus back in in the, in, the, in in my, in Canada yeah.
1: and make the United States more like a, a place to play, like more of a uh, in the back in a back burner for a while, you know. How did you how did you get introduced to Haley Rose? Like, how did that connection happen?
3: That was a really interesting thing. I was in New York sitting um, in my apartment. I saw I got an email from a guy that was abandoned in, in in Toronto called the Jitters. Okay. And they were a good band, and a guy from the Jitters messaged, messaged me saying, "Hey, they're doing this thing called the League of Rock, and they're going to be in Hamilton. And I, I recommended them for you if if you happen to be in Hamilton, uh, why don't you go down and and uh, okay. and do some sessions with them? Uh, and and uh, and uh, so it happened to be when they were coming in was around the time when I was going to be there, and uh, the, the the first room I went into. Uh, when I actually became a, 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 doing whatever you do, you're mentoring the first person there. I met was uh, Haley. She was with this band, wow. and I was just really struck by her her talent and her voice. Like everybody is, she's oh, yeah. such a great she, she, singer.
1: She is a great singer. So she's yeah,
3: too. we so you know we 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 talked. We I went. To, we got together. Me and me and uh, Haley and and Sophia. Her uh, and uh, and we realized I, she had never written songs before, so I thought I could be a mentor in helping her learn how to write songs because she was a great singer. But so that's sort of what happened. The next thing you know, it went from there. I would really be going to her shows and and hanging out. Next thing you know, we were playing together. It was a like, it was a gradual thing over a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. So it all came from the mentorship
1: in the League of Rock. Okay. All right. Uh, It was it was a great little great thing that happened because she's such was it was a great relationship and I got to meet so many great people through through them, you know. Yeah, and not not to keep jumping back and forth, but I saw last year the Picture My Face TV show that you guys did. Outstanding, by the way. That was really well, really well done. Thank you. Uh, I really uh, enjoyed watching that, and uh, that really gave uh, a really good sense as to the history of the band and what you guys have all been through. And
3: What that music, what the yeah. music scene in Toronto, Hamilton area was like, and in, in Canada,
0: yeah. in, in the late 70s into the 80s, right? It's,
1: yeah, and I, I recommend uh, anybody that has any interest in music, and uh, especially in Canadiana, uh, yeah. Roots of music to watch that because it really I think uh, will strike home with just and and uh, resonate with just about anybody that's in the music
3: business. Yeah, I I like the movie because well, first of all, it's nervous. Is a bit you know it was for people for people who 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 don't know about the band. It's a great introduction, and people but for the people who were with the band and have been with the band from day one, it's a chance to sort of. Re- like re- uh, get a get a relationship with somebody. Yeah, that
4: uh, yeah, get like a get a chance to, to see recontinue re- a relationship
3: and remember those days when you were there. But for people who who've never heard of it too, it's a good it's a good
1: little introduction to that music scene and and the, and the music of that period. Of time. Yeah. Now, I mean, it's obviously a sad story a bit, too. It's about Dick, about Frankie, Frankie passing away and then, then
3: you know, life, life, life has yeah. always got, yeah. that's when you really read, that's the thing about biographies. And that's yeah. why I'm always interested in yeah. people's stories, because it, it, it,
1: it's never in a straight line. People, it doesn't, it never just goes A to B to C and everything is great. There's always all those little things in between. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, well, I—I I mean, I, you know, I always like the idea that people come up with a stage name. You had Frankie Venom. I guess his real name was Frank Kerr. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have to ask you, Dave. I mean, Dave Rave is a fantastic name. Where do you come up with Rave? <laughs> Where? How did that come about?
3: Well, the story is a very fun story. <laughs> when TH Head was recording the song Pitch My Face," yeah, we—you uh, know—we uh, were we were rehearsing at a place in in Hamilton, Ontario, called Star Records. Now, it was the record store of choice for all of us musicians. At the time, it was right in the corner of King and James, right in the heart of Hamilton, in the days when the heart of Hamilton was downtown, not in the malls, right? And so we'd all go to Star Records, and, and the guy who ran Star Records, Paul, allowed the band to rehearse up at, up there so we were rehearsing for the song which my face to record in the studio and it's like it was been 1977 in a heart all that and a, and a friend of ours came in named Mike mope to the rehearsal he had a name right mope yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he looked he looked over at me on guitar and he goes, <laughs> look who's on rhythm guitar Dave. And the word effing rave came in. <laughs> I got rid of the effing and kept the rave.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's, that's amazing how, how a name and, comes about.
3: And, you know what? <laughs> it just it seemed to be so natural that was, everybody started calling me the raver. Rave, you know,
4: hey, rave, you know. It's like... Well, yeah. You know, uh, you, it's it, it, it stuck, you it know. it
1: stuck, yeah. <laughs> and it's everybody knows you by that name, so that's. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just always curious. I love it. It's a great handle.
3: Yeah, know it was a great. It's great, and you know what? What I liked about it, it's past punk rock. It's still a good name. Yeah. Like in, in England, Dave a rave is like a raver, you know, like a guy of energy. So they relate to that too. So when I'm in different, it's not just like you know. It's not a name that's like, you know, like a negative name. A lot of those here yeah, are pretty true. negative. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Know, a, rave, a rave is a good thing, hopefully.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, so, Dave, I wanted to ask you a couple other questions. Like, uh, sure. I, knew, I know that uh, you did a trip a few years back to Liverpool. I wanted to just yeah. hear, hear your comments about that because I was really intrigued with your, uh, to, your trip and your tour out there because I know that was kind of special for you as well. Yeah, well, you know, I think for everybody, you
4: know, in the, in our age group, uh, meaning the guys who grew up
3: in the '60s, you know, everybody knew about Liverpool and knew about the Beatles because it was like they were the in big influence. You know, Elvis was the '50s, and the '60s with the Beatles, and then the Rolling Stones, and then you know all the other bands after, right? Yeah. So you know, Liverpool went is so synonymous with. The Beatles, that, and everybody knows that they played the Cavern Club, and where it all began. So, about oh geez, about some so many years back, uh, there's a, a great girl named Jean, and she's a, a custodian of Liverpool life, and she brought our promoter to the Cavern and got got the, got the promoter into the Cavern, David Bash, and. Uh, and he said, you know, hey, that, they, that he talked to the club and they found a home. And David mentioned to me that, you know, that now they're going to be performers coming from all over the world at, at, at his festival. Would I would like to join him? And, uh-huh. I, I you know, it was, it was a
4: bit of a dream come true. The cavern, really? <laughs> 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 yeah, he goes, yeah. So we planned it and
3: I've been going there the, for a long time. Every year I can I, I go, so it's been about over oh, over ten years now. Wow! And and it's it's uh it's you know I don't tend to go on holidays, you know. That's my holiday. I, I go to England. I play some shows, and and it's enjoyable too because because the, the first time you go to England and you go to the cavern, it's you know about the Beatles and all that stuff. But as you go along, it becomes more about the people, of the town. Yeah and just really great people. we got so many great friends. I know an example like when Haley came to play for the first time, one of the guys in the, who's part of the crowd, you know, came and they, he, we couldn't find a place and we stayed at his place and they really just take care of you you know, we got some, we were playing some gigs out in Lancashire and it, they're just great people that uh, open, honest and uh, big hearts and wow. they'll take care of
1: you you know so and I, I just love the place i love the people yeah i mean I love, I, you know yeah well i was i was in the, in london at the time when you went went out there and i didn't i didn't oh. know you really well at that time but i was i was hoping to make a trip over to liverpool yeah. and of course everything got got sort of shut down and, yeah and so i've not gotten there yet so but i would really like to to do a trip there someday but
3: it's gonna so, happen again i yeah. know last year I mean, last year it was gone. This year it was gone. But I got a message from from the promoters saying that they're going to do it all again. You know? Yeah. Well, that'd be great. So hopefully we can all do it again. You
1: know? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. So let me ask you: who's been your who's been the most significant uh, person uh, in terms of influence uh, for you in music? Yeah. Or just like in life? Or, yeah. or even in life, you know? Yeah. Well, in in. in in music like, there's
3: obviously the musicians that you listen to but there's I call it the people in your life when it just comes to the people in your life musically um, I would say like Mr. Frankie Venom Frankie Kerr because you know he was the one that he was drummer then and he asked me to join a band with him and, and, and play so it was just me and him at the beginning and he was really talented and a really great guy and then I met my buddy uh Rick Andrew who taught me songwriting helped me with songwriting and we're still great friends today of course um you know the guys in Teenage Head Gordy and and Steve and my cousin Claude. you know our gang Tim the Shakers gang we all really really very they've been influential they've been in my life since the beginning you know and Yeah. So that's that's really the the main people in the beginning that have been like like on that level. Like I've known them since say high school.
1: Yeah. And who who Uh, would be the most? uh, I guess. The most famous celebrity person that you've met in, I would in the music say, business. you know,
3: when it comes to it, you know, like the the Stones, you know, because uh, they were oh, they've been there since the beginning, yeah. Like, you know, and they never they never cause they never broke up. They've been around and they've been consistently playing rock and roll from yeah. the days, you know, of that. And uh, so they, they've been just been consistently uh, a band in my life, and they're still around. And and I would say in the in the seventies. You know the Ramones because they were they were a big uh, influence. Like as a, a, they were the first sort of punk rock band, but they had such great songs like uh, "I Want to Be Sedated"
1: and, yeah, and Bob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had some good uh, good stuff. Yeah.
3: Yeah, my and my dad liked always like country, like Hank Williams. You know that was in there, and my mom liked Sinatra. Yeah. So even though they weren't the music that I was going to play at the time, it was still there. You yeah. know, like my mom liking Sinatra good cross section the kind of music was you know uh, was in there because I got to hear and then my dad like, and so it, it, it well rounded my life right because yeah. it, it was like I could hear you know what was going on at the time as a kid in the 60s the radio top 40 radio and then and then also hear you know my folks playing you know at parties, all this great music from Sinatra to Hank Williams, the stuff that they liked, the, you know, a lot of 50s music, Elvis and stuff like that, right? Roy Orbison. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, so those were always big influences. And then you then you just, you just pick and choose. There's so much great stuff out there. And as a musician, you sort of got to listen to all of it. So I, I still, to this day, listen to everybody that comes through. Like, I listen to contemporary artists, to you know, from all five, all forms, you know, yeah, you, you pay attention, and so you it's like a it's a it, it, you have your your I call it the crust of the pie, and then the
4: rest of it's just you know you put you sprinkle everything on top, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's great.
1: Wow. So you're so let me ask, what is Dave Rave's dream gig? <laughs>
3: dream gig? Well, I have to say. It happened in about Labor Day a couple years back
1: when teenage had got to play Labor Day game in in Hamilton. That was incredible, yeah.
3: And it was you know sold out stadium. Um, You know, as a kid, because we're Hamilton boys. You know, it was against the Toronto Argos, which is a fantastic rivalry ever since we were kids, right? Yeah. You can't go wrong, you know. So we to play that, and we played in the halftime. You know, to sort of say, well, you know what? That's a as a young boy sitting in the stands with my dad watching, you know, a CFL football game, and then to see yourself on that stage in that room, it's 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 pretty dim, you know, satisfying to say, you know, shit, man, here
4: <laughs> <Right? And, laughs>
3: It's a dream. It's a dream come true. It's it's still a very, you know, it was only like a half hour. We played 25 minutes, yeah. but it was
1: magical. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I saw some video uh, uh, of that, and I and, and I know our, our our mutual friend Jody had shown me some of the yeah. stu- some of the stuff that he took. And uh, you were you were you were, uh, you had your A game that day, boy. You were all you, were, you did a great show. It was fantastic.
3: <laughs> you know what you. To be honest, you, you just—it's it, what, what's that? What's that? There's a, there's <laughs> phrasing
4: when you carried wings. You know, yeah. you don't—you're not working.
3: It's just you're getting carried yeah. by uh, the wing, the wind beneath it, your wings.
4: and yeah. thing. I, I
3: didn't. I'm not even conscious. I was <laughs> <laughs> just your hometown right you know it's just it's that kind of thing you dream about you
1: know yeah, yeah. so I mean you're you're obviously a Ty Cat fan because I've seen you wear yeah, the, well, wear you the know, jersey love, you
3: know it's, it's the only team we had in the <laughs> Hamilton you know <laughs> we, had, well, we had the Hamilton Red Wings which is which is yeah. a junior team which was fun yeah. but really the Cats were the team right and we it was, it was always exciting to watch them play you know
1: yeah so you getting excited the CFL coming back in late August
3: oh I missed it so much yeah you know it's when I was in the U.S., I would miss games because, and eventually, now the U.S. started having putting stuff on NBC Sports Network, oh, yeah. so you could find games. But I used to really miss it in the, when I'd be in the states. I would miss, I'd miss watching the cats and the games. It's such a fun game, you know. Like, yeah, you know, between watching the well, West Coast and the yeah. East Coast and the rivalries over the years that we built up, I've had so many great memories and. Labor Day and fighting in the park, or <laughs> it's just it, watching everybody get so riled up. You know, it, it, it's yeah. it's a fun game. You did know?
1: you did you play any sports when you were growing up? Any? Uh...
3: Yeah, yeah. I was a foot, I played football, hockey, um, baseball. I, I'm never a great hockey player. I, I want to be, but it, it, it just got to be so good. Hey, yeah. skating ability. Yeah. It's so good to be a hockey player. Uh, football was fun. I love football. I love playing baseball. Yeah, yeah, I did. Right. He was, you know, I definitely wanted to be a, I would have loved to have been been, uh, you know, I would have loved to play it against Eddie Shack.
1: <laughs> yeah, that would have been amazing.
3: <laughs> yeah, and that was another dream come true because we get to do a thing where I, they call it the Rockers, the classic version the Rockers. Yeah. So we get to do, I got invited to play uh, against, against the Leaf alumni. Wow, that's good. Back in the 90s, and we played at Cops Coliseum, and I sucked, but I was just glad to be on the ice.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah. sometimes it's you know, just amazing just to be on the ice with some of these
3: guys. Oh, yeah. see those guys, yeah. man, Ronnie Ellis, and Henderson, and and uh, even Ronnie Robert. Yeah. He, he he played, I forgot
4: he played for the Leafs a little bit, so... It
1: was, it was just a terrific, terrific thing, you know. Yeah, I w- I had the I had the chance when I was out in uh, Peterborough one time, and they had a yeah. they had a pickup hockey game uh, with with some of the you know really just the local guys that from businesses like one of the one of the car dealerships. So I always had a, a pickup game on Friday mm-hmm. mornings, and uh, so I go out and I happen to get out on there, and I notice there's a few different bodies out there, and. And uh, I'm seeing the guy on the bench. I go, who the heck is that guy? Yeah. Yeah. And he goes, oh, he goes, that's uh, that's Steve Chase on, like I mean, uh, the the late Steve Chase on, but. uh,
4: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, but and, still, and, wow. Yeah, and there, so there was about three NHL players out there, and of course, I'm like I'm going, "Wow." Anyways, and yeah, <laughs> these guys, you really, you realize them real quick because they're the, the, the they're, and they're not going full tilt either. But these guys, yeah. just it's just amazing what kind of shots they have, and the skill level is unbelievable. It's
3: so much fun, you know. I and think it, as, uh, all of us as, as you know. Uh, we all have that dream, eh? Like it was, yeah. <laughs> it was. You know what? Uh, and to see those guys, you know, you you have so much respect for them because they they did. The, I call it the impossible eh, to get in the NHL. So when you meet one of them, I, it's, I'm always in awe. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
4: always very happy to meet them and uh, to to because to, they're they you know from Gretzky to whoever they just you know they were they were all some I mean, superheroes all of
1: them you know <laughs> yeah my, my previous guest uh, Wally Mott and uh, just had him on uh, last week and uh, yeah Wally had sent me a copy of his interview he interviewed Wayne Gretzky when wow. when uh, and he sent me a copy of it when when Gretzky got his 50th goal in 39 games which is a record yeah. today which is still a record today <sighs> So yeah, but uh, that was quite interesting. Yeah, just so he a, interviewed
3: him around then,
1: eh? Yeah, he was the first guy to interview him when he got his 50 goal in the thirty-nine game, which was kind of neat. But,
3: yeah, so. that's that's pretty. You know what? That's uh, that's that's that stuff again. Yeah, it's it's great stuff, isn't it? Eh? Yeah. Usually I call it just stuff you can just
4: sort of go. Hey, that was nice. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, you do, just go, you know? Wow. I, I'm, I'm excited about the, you know JP because I'm going to do in uh, in two weeks.
3: I'm going my first gig is going to be in in DC.
1: I was just going to ask you, so what's on the docket? What do we got going? You got, you're going to go out to BC What yeah, next week, we, you said?
3: What, I got invited to play. This It's called the 97 South Songwriters uh, Show. And it, it basically what it is, is um, in Nashville, as, as you might know, it's um, they call them song pulls, right? Which means that songwriters get together. Okay. And, and they, they just trade songs. And they're, they're, so this is going to be like a special, like, to uh, play songs. It's going to be yeah. in Tickton, D.C. Wow. That's... And it's two weeks from now, the 23rd, 24th, Friday and Saturday. And, uh, and actually, it's, uh, uh, it's going to be a nice group of people that are on it. It's going to be the guy from Glass Tiger, Alan okay. Fru. Okay. Uh, the, just, uh, the, the, just the singer from uh, the tra- uh, 5440 called Neil Osborne. Uh, there's a band called the Northern Pikes and Brian yeah. Potvin. And uh, I, I, I don't know if you're familiar with the, the songwriter Mark Jordan. Mark Jordan. Mark Jordan,
4: because he, he's a the songwriter that he wrote with a woman named Amy Skye. Okay! Wow! And uh, he's got his famous song. What an
0: interesting it's
3: called, lineup! What's it called again? Marina De Del Rey. You, you know the song. It's called uh, "Living on Marina Del Rey." Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wrote this song. Okay. So um, it's going to be him from the Canadian, uh, from the Canadian side. And then there's going to be the West, uh, in the States. There's going to be people from, him from Nashville, like a uh, guy that, well, guy who wrote with uh, for with Tim McGraw. And a guy who writes with Shell Crow, so it's going to be really a really fun, and a few other
4: people. It's going to be a, a real great experience for me to do. It'd be a nice way to get back into performing again.
1: Yeah, I, I would say. So what, have you been able to do do much? I guess it's just all virtual stuff. Not right?
3: really. No, we did one gig, <laughs> which was a, which was a which we did one gig during last year at, yeah. in in Oakville, and it
1: was just yeah, it was just a nice. Yeah, uh, you know, it was a fun gig, but that's it, really. So, you, so I, I'm missing it so much, you know. So to stay sharp, Dave, do you just do you just jam at home, or what do you do?
3: Yeah, what I, what I'm doing now is that every day for about a half hour, I I just pick my guitar up and I go through songs and just to you know because uh, just to warm up and and to to relax, you know, so that by the time we get to in two weeks from now to play the show, um, we uh, I'll be I'll be back. Yeah, just yeah, it's sort of in focus again, right? Yeah.
1: Well, you know what? You know what? The guys and I, I mean, I mean, you probably know this cuz you talked to us, but I mean, we really miss the festivals and the live music. It's like you you just really are craving it right now. Yeah. Like yeah. I can't wait it's to start just, going out and
3: seeing some You know what? It's it's hard to sort of it's sort of hard to believe that you know, we've been away from it for so long and mm. and you've uh it, you just feel so wow. You don't you don't realize what it means to you. Like I I like seeing performance too too. So it's good. Great to perform and it's great performance. Good to see performance, and it's it's nice to be around friends too. Yeah, know, people who are, who you care about.
1: Yeah, right? and so socializing it, and, it, it's socializing. It's a tough thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. No, and it's it's, it's so it's encouraging that this is all coming back. Yes. Uh, fingers crossed that that we stay on this on this path. The
3: pe- there's too much at stake for it not. Be. Yeah, yeah, I think people care too much, and we are uh, we have to. So you know, uh, we, we we yeah, you're right. Fingers crossed, and and, and 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 with a positive point of view, like we go, hey, this is going to come around, and we'll be all be able to hear music and play music and, and have a nice time again.
1: Yeah, like you got any any gigs uh, yet for Ontario, or is it still early for that?
3: Not yet. we're, we're planning all that, like. Because the roadmap has been a bit murky. Yeah. We 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 will find out when and where. Like teenage head, you need a certain kind of venue to play. Right. So there's no point in really booking something until you know you can really do it properly.
1: Yeah, that's true.
3: And yeah. solo-wise, and we around here, you know, once we know we can maybe get a there'll
4: be something, with maybe by the August or September, you know. Yeah. 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 If oh, everything cheap. goes right.
1: Well, yeah, I'm hoping uh, that we're able to do that because uh, like yeah, to get yeah, to see some, I like to. I keep asking you know, people any any uh, live shows coming up, but nobody seems to have anything lined up. Yeah, it's, it's well it, as we go along. Like I was just talking to my my friend in British in
3: in Halifax today just before I talked to you, and he's saying to me, "Hey, they're getting the things going." And he he invited me to to come to, to out what, out east again, so. We're gonna figure out when does that work. I've been invited to go to the states. I know I got like an invite to. Here's a nice, a nice day. Hopefully everything goes right. Yeah. yeah. I've always been a,
1: a Green Bay Packers fan since I was a kid. Oh, is that right? Okay. And it, yeah, so as a kid, like when Vince Lombardi coached the team and was Bart Starr that era. Okay. So what's ha- <laughs> so, so what's happening you know, with your quarterback? <laughs> I watched
3: the very first Super Bowl when, when when it was still just an exhibition game, right? Yeah. And so we got. I got invited to go and play in Green Bay and no
1: and go see a game at the stadium. So that's usually in the end of October. So what's happening with Aaron Rodgers? Is he playing for you guys? I think they, they keep him. I can't remember now. I thought they were he he wanted out. and I can't remember what happened.
3: Yeah, I think they. He never. He, did he negotiate to stick around? I'm i I'm not too sure what's going to happen there.
1: Yeah, I don't. I, I, it must. He must be still there. I would have heard where he went by now. Yeah, oh, that would have
3: been big news if yeah, he did. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I like that Yeah, so that'll be something. Hopefully this year, that'll be a, that'll be another dream gig <laughs> to go to play Green Bay and oh, to go sure. to the stadium. That's you know, a t- title town. It's yeah. it's a classic place. I, I think one time Jody and I were sitting in in his apartment uh, and we were talking about we were watching the Green Bay Packers It was in the playoffs and huh? I think it was There's the stadium's 80,000 <laughs> and there's 120,000 people living in the town oh my goodness <laughs> Jeez, that's <unbelievable. laughs> amazing
1: that is incredible oh my
3: goodness yeah yeah Jeez. so I'd love to do that and, and then you know so slowly but surely New York City different places we're yeah. about, I, got, I got to invite the play back in New York but it's all around November
1: Right. Yeah, and I
3: guess I, I think everything hopefully work, is know?
1: well opened up by then, and uh, yeah, there'll be no issues. Hopefully. So if I, yeah. I ha- if I if I just uh, kind of get close to closing up here, I'm just gonna play. Yeah. I'm gonna play a little game called "If I Had to Choose" with you, because we always oh, sure. we always ha- like we, yeah we always have fun just sort of saying you know like if you had to pick your right. pla- you want to going you're gonna live somewhere would you want to live next to water mountains or in the country
3: if I had a list what would I like to live yeah well I like I think water for me it's always yeah. that's sort of my yeah. my my, yeah. my preference yeah that's,
1: a, that's a, probably the most popular answer that
3: I get yeah, yeah. I like mountains <coughs> too. that'd be fun too I like <coughs> mountains you know but, but yeah. really water probably
1: now I mean obviously house condo or a cottage I mean most house condo or a cottage yeah. well you know It'd be nice to be if you're going to be there. I think a, a cottage on the water be nice. Okay. <laughs> yeah. A nice cottage, you know. Yeah. Well, if I if I jump to music, I already probably know your answer on this. If you had to play play a musical instrument—guitar, piano, drums, or saxophone—and of course, I know your answer on that one.
3: Well, you know, in a way, yeah. But you know, I have to be honest with you. Like, I I always love playing piano as a second instrument. Is that right? I'm okay. Great at it, but I love playing it. But yeah. when I was a kid, I always wanted to play. I took sax in high school for a couple of years, in, okay. uh, and I sort of wish I would have kept playing sax because it's a great instrument. Yeah. So you know, secretly, I would I would love to be a, a good sax player.
1: Yeah, okay. Do you play any other instruments? You still you're no?
3: basically guitar and piano.
1: Yeah, piano. Yeah, okay.
3: All right, like guitar, so. and piano. Not, but but piano. I wouldn't do. I call myself an, a, an amateur piano player, but I love playing it in the studio. Okay. It's fun because you. It, I love the sound of it. And you can do different things. You don't have to be like a like play like classical piano to or like be a great pianist. To play in in a, in a in a in a studio. You just find a great part that you play. Yeah, I've always. And you been, do it. And it's it's but it's a beautiful instrument. I've always loved it.
4: Yeah,
1: I've always been partial to the piano myself for yeah, some reason. I don't love know. it. Uh, so mo- a mo- movie, a concert, a play, or a sporting event.
3: You know, movie.
1: Does Dave Ray really want to you go know, the I, to the movies? or be ones? honest with
3: you, I would have to say, when you want a break from the world, I love going to a movie. Yeah. Because it's like, the room is, especially in a theater. Yeah. Like, and, and, you know, and you're in that world for three or two hours. It really, it's
4: amazing. It's an escape place
3: right? to be. Yeah. I, you know, and I'm almost like, cause, cause I, because I play music, I, I'm sort of too analytical about music and in sports is fantastic you can do it at home but when you're in a theater when you're watching a movie you sort of forget about everything and I don't want to know how it's made or anything like that I, yeah, just, yeah. I just love to just watch the characters come alive in front of you
1: yeah no I, I agree with you on that too I think that's yeah, uh, yeah. alright so sports hockey, football, basketball baseball or golf well you had to choose
3: it's a tie between really hockey and, 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 and baseball yeah, You okay. know, baseball in the summer is like a great pastime, and I always love playing it. And uh, I love the sport as a relaxing thing to watch. You know, but in terms of, like, excitement when it comes to the playoffs, there's nothing that beats a hockey
4: playoff, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. All right, so I'll throw this in there. Argos, Blue Jays, Leafs, Raptors, and then I'll throw in the Cats. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I would say that now go go ahead. What are you were going
3: to say? The, the Leafs, the Raptors.
1: <laughs> yeah, Le- sorry. Argos, Blue Jays, Leafs, Raptors, or Tie Cats?
3: Well, you know, I would say that you know the the years that the Blue Jays won <laughs> the World Series were pretty exciting. Yeah, and yeah. And, and,
1: and well, they're and, they're and, supposed to be coming back the beginning of the year. Too. When
3: the Raptors won. Yeah, that was such a, an amazing moment in Hamilton. Like, I'm I'm partial to Tie Cats all the time, right? because yeah. <laughs> it's I'll take a beating. Yeah, I think come think you, to special moments. Yeah, I think you were with yeah, us yeah, tonight. The yeah, rappers won. won. You know, I don't know if you we were following as much as we all were. Yeah. But it was it was what a, and that the parade and, and being in downtown Hamilton, yeah, and Toronto amazing. at that time, yeah, it just was 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 fantastic, wasn't it? Eh?
1: Yeah. All right, so, so you you travel. Uh, if you had to travel, Mediterranean, Hawaii, or Caribbean?
3: What's the, what's the, what's the last one?
1: So the Mediterranean, Hawaii, or the Caribbean. Oh, the Caribbean, Mediterranean. Oh, uh, you know what? I, I think I have to maybe go say Mediterranean. Yeah.
4: Okay. Cause I've been to Cannes I go to. Can, I used to go to Cannes for the for the music festival down there. Yeah. In the old days. Yeah, that would been amazing. You know, I, was, I I've never seen to get enough of it. I'm only there
3: for a week, but it's amazing that the Mediterranean is amazing.
1: So you're on vacation: the beach, the casino, the shopping, or the touring? Which is which? Dave raves. What Dave raves doing? What? <laughs>
3: what with, again there's t- that
1: beach are you, are you on the beach you go to the casino shopping or touring
3: i would say probably you know for me probably i want ask you a holiday would probably be more like the beach than <laughs> i do it, playing myself on touring <laughs> yeah <laughs> so if I'm gonna have a holiday i, I want to be by a beach you know
4: yeah yeah
1: so you, I don't get much chance to do it but I do yeah that's good that's good uh, so are you a meat guy pasta guy or fish um probably meat guy yeah yeah all right, so Big Mac, Whopper, or Uncle Burger?
3: <laughs> oh, what's the last one?
1: Uncle Burger. <laughs> what's Uncle? What's that? That's A and W. I would say, <laughs> oh man! I would. If I'm on the road,
3: I always tend to going to, to 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 McDonald's. It's just you know, tend to be that way. You know, I'd be
4: on the highway.
1: Well, I mean that's uh, that's just having a little bit of fun with you. And, uh,
3: oh, it's fun! A lot of fun. Just fun yeah. to think about that stuff.
1: Yeah. So I mean, the, so I, I like to end the podcast um, usually. You know what I like is my guest to pick the song that we go out on. So I'm really putting, yeah. putting you on the spot here. So you tell me what uh, what song you would like to end your podcast on.
3: Well, you know what we and we for, for thousands of years now. For me, as long as I've been touring, no matter where I'm in the world, we always end up with Let's Shake. Let's shake. It seems to be
4: just a natural yeah. way of ending a show. It just uh, it gets everybody in a great mood, and it's got that great groove, you know. Oh, so I say let's shake. the good way to end it off,
3: you
1: know. Absolutely. Yeah, that's great. Glad you picked that one.
3: Yeah,
4: thank you.
1: Yeah. Well, th- thanks for for coming on. This has been this has been fun, and um, I look forward to catching up with you. Hopefully, over the next week or so, you're going in two weeks. You to BC,
3: right? yeah well that's really nice when 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 uh, i when when uh, i was i was i was happy that you asked me i we mean, yesterday we were in um i watching the soccer game with steve and Steve oh, okay. and uh jody and they both yeah.
4: they both uh um what do you call it uh said how
3: much fun they had with you doing it and yeah, Jody you know so uh, yeah I'm, 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 I'm glad that you asked. thank you for off, for
1: offering it to me I appreciate yeah, it yeah no, it's great so um, hopefully we'll catch up either this week or next before you get out to BC and uh, catch up with you guys
3: yeah well now we you know, things well, now things have opened up have stuff inside now too so it's not going to be such a it's going to be easier to go to the restaurants now and have a little get together isn't it yeah for sure a little more people it'll be fun you know we should sure have to do it
1: Absolutely. Okay, buddy. I, you know what? Thank you for coming on, and uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we're gonna go out with let's shake, and and uh, we'll look forward to hearing any uh, new stuff coming. And obviously, you playing yeah, all thank the other you. stuff, and so more shows. Fun. I had
3: a lot, a lot, of fun.
1: It was great. Thank all right. you. All right. Thanks, Dave. Thank okay, you. Cheers.